Hey there, and welcome back to Tech Talks Podcast. I'm Tech Wright, your host, and our YouTube channel. And thank you for stopping by if you're new here, and welcome back if you are um, a person who has been following me for a while. I appreciate you um, being consistent. And here we are in Open Heavens, positioning yourself to encounter the God of Revival by Bill Johnson. And we are in chapter, uh, I believe, 10. Um, translating revival. And before we do, let's uh, say a quick prayer and then I'll read you my highlighted moments. Dear Lord, thank you for this moment and thank you again for another opportunity to receive uh, wisdom from you. I pray that the listener and viewer of this uh, podcast uh, receives um, special uh, gold nuggets of grace from you today and encouragement in Jesus name. Amen. Well, this was kind of a hard chapter to explain here because without explaining the highlighted moments, I would practically would have to read to you everything else around it, right? So that's why this was kind of a um, hard, hard one to conjure up thoughts and highlighted moments to kind of produce a quick little um, 10 to 15 minute um, show or podcast or whatever that would be. But... Um, I like this one uh, section that I'll read to you in this chapter, and that's on page 192. Our being in control is what got us into most of our problems. You think we learn. And at this point, someone is quick to point out that self-control is a fruit of the spirit, which is absolutely correct. But think about it. What is a fruit of the Holy Spirit? It's where the Holy Spirit has control in our lives to produce a fruit worthy of the nature of Jesus. I have self-control when I'm under the Holy Spirit's control. And when he is present in power, things happen that are outside of my understanding. Translating revival means I have to have something to translate, even if it surpasses my understanding. And that is a good reminder for us all that there's some things that I don't really understand, but I trust the nature of God. I trust his character. One, because I have a history with the Lord. And um, I also know uh, other people's history with the Lord. And I've seen it um, for myself, uh, either in my own life or in someone else's life, or even reading um, stories from the Bible and seeing um, the history there of his nature and his goodness. So there's some, some things I'm just thinking, I don't know, I don't understand this, but that doesn't really change um, my relationship view perspective on God, because I know he's a loving and caring and um, uh, never changing God. And I sometimes just have to say, okay, Lord, I don't understand this, but I still put my trust in you. And would you please help me to understand and just trust in due time you will and he will reveal um, more or or you'll just um, sit there long enough and have a better understanding of some things but still note this that you can trust him and um, you know in here he was talking about a revival steward well will always increase and impact the world and I believe sometimes the world is what he's talking about, what we're living in, what the atmosphere around us, where we, wherever we are, wherever we go and do, um, if we're in this seeking revival, um, 
mindset, then I believe that heaven will come to earth wherever you are at the time. It could be in your own home, in your car, at the grocery store, something like that. Here's another uh, little quote that I want to um, read to you on page 195. Revival provides us with a sobering reminder that I can live in the fear of God or the fear of man, but not both. And that was a sobering reminder to me because, um, you know, we all fall into that temptation to um, want to um, please man or please people around us or to please our spouse or to please um, our children all the time so that, you know, we have that reassurance that, hey, I needed, you know, and stuff like that, which, you know, in, in, in return, it can lead us into that fear of man or that fear of being rejected or something like that when the sobering part was we have to remind ourselves that it's God who we need to really think about or to really alter in our hearts and to please and to aim for and the rest will all fall in place I really believe that um so yeah, there's a lot, like I said, of good little, um, little things here. Actually, I would say maybe big, depending on your defi- definition of, um, of, uh, nug- uh, gold nuggets here. But I want to, um, close, this, close in with this, um, on page 198, killing the fear of man. Let me just read to you this. I don't believe there has ever been a person who God used in profound ways that did not have to deal with the fear of man. One of the things I've been learning is that if I don't live from the praises of man, I won't die by their criticism. I love that. I really love that. And that's something encouraging to you and to me. I hope you take from that. And I'll read that one last part again. Um, One of the things I've been learning is that if I don't live from the praises of men, I won't die by their criticism. And I hope you take that in today. And I I pray that it rests with your heart that, um, yes, we will always have criticisms from even yourself, from man or whatever. But in a way, if you don't live for your own praises and, and praises from other people, then you won't be too affected when they do criticize you. And it won't be quite of a blow, I I should say, um, when those critics do come around, and they will come around you guys. So take that to heart. I pray that you um, pray about that and, and ponder upon it and that it blesses you. Thank you so much for being here. Remember, give yourself permission to be embraced and be loved by God. See you next time. Bye-bye.